I've noticed some growing pains from the Raiders. Oh, uh, what the parking lots or the yeah 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 I gotta tell you, um, uh, you know, tra- I, I usually can gauge the traffic in town uh, because I'm always going back and forth to the hotels depending on where I'm working. Um, it's 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 increased a little bit. You know, it could be just you know just normal traffic increase. Um, I've noticed that a couple of the, my my favorite places to go, uh, smoothie place and and breakfast place, uh, their prices have gone up. Hmm. Uh, noticeably, you know, dollar, a dollar here, dollar here, there. Um, and of course our freeway system is, uh, like Beirut. Yeah. And it's always <laughs> under repair. Like it's yes. always being bombed. Yeah. Um, I mean, it, it is, I mean, in that regards, they're always tearing something up. Yeah. Um, now I did notice and, and I haven't seen, I mean, I know where they're putting this stadium at, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but their big issue is where they're going to put all the, 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 the parking places. Yeah. And, um, it would seem to me that, that this is a golden opportunity to try to, uh, try to uh, literally coerce people into public transportation or something, some type yeah. of train system or something. Because mm-hmm. you look where the Raiders play now in Oakland. Mm-hmm. The, the BART station is right there. They have an Oakland Coliseum BART oh, station. Oh, that's great. That's great. I, yeah, yeah, absolutely. And you can, uh, I mean, I've been through there many times. Um, so so that, that that's really helpful. We don't have anything like that here. So they, first of all, they want to build a, a tower parking structure which i have not seen really i mean the stadiums that i've been to they're almost always flat right here i said that's not a good idea you know how i mean you're talking a lot of people and almost every one of them when they leave that stadium if they're a true raider fan are going to be drunk yeah (laughs) um i've seen plans where they went we're going to put a parking lot here 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 and here i said wait a minute some of those are on the other side of the freeway yes now you know if someone's going to run across the freeway it happens now yes it happens about once a month somebody gets hit on on the freeway mm-hmm. from going from the rio back to the strip because they yeah. think you know you can't do that right. You, right i think i can make it i think i can make it splat oh yeah you know? i mean just think about the the cost um, uh, I'm gonna uh, uh, buy a ticket to the raiders game okay you have that cost yeah which is already going to be exorbitant uh, parking. Yeah. Let's say you're uh, and you're unlucky enough to have to park across the to, on the on the um, on the east side of the freeway. Yeah. I assume they're gonna have some kind of a shuttle bus. That's right. Or so oh, so cost for the shuttle. Yeah. Then you have cost for the program. Yeah. Cost for a souvenir. Yeah. Uh, beer. Beer. Obviously. Hot dogs. Peanuts. Pizza. Whatever you want. With, yeah. You know, forty dollar hot dog. Yeah. And and I mean it. it, it yeah. And, and there's no co- yeah. <laughs> There's no comping there, believe me, no. guys. You're coming to a football game in Las Vegas, and you're going to pay through yeah. the nose. Now, will you go? Nose. No, not at all. You, you, you won't. Well, I'm not a Raiders fan. Right. Um, so, if, if San Francisco, if the 49ers come, are they going to go? Yeah. No? Now, last time they had a they had a they had a stabbing in San Francisco. They, they won't play anymore. They had a preseason game. Oh, is that true? Yes, it, okay. it happened. How can you how can you stab somebody? Get into a fight over a preseason game? It didn't even count. Right. You know, these right. these are these are just you know rookies and 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 second and third string guys playing. You know, I have to say, I, I have a great deal of, uh, more respect for football players now. And I, this is a, off the topic, but but um, I, I recently watched the HBO special, the most recent one, Hard Knocks, yeah. and it was the uh, uh, the training camp for the Cleveland Browns. Lots of drama and very well produced NFL films is involved. A, a great job, but I didn't realize that a a a, a football player can be picked up by the Browns, for example, go through the the many weeks of uh, uh, training, uh, preseason training, four preseason games, and then get cut. 
Yeah. The other thing I didn't realize is that you can go through all the training, all the preseason games, be be part of the 53-person roster. Yeah. And then when everybody else is released from the other teams, they can say, wait a minute, we like him better, you're cut. So you can you can go all the way, be kept, then cut, yeah, then free agent and cut again. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. it's horrible. Yeah. It's yeah. horrible. But yeah. I have a, a great deal of respect for uh, the football players now, uh, yeah. the ones that aren't superstars. You know, the, the yeah. number one draft choices and everything else. Yeah. Now you and LV are supposed to play there too. Yes. Which is kind of ridiculous. I mean, they play in the Mountain West. I mean, it's mm-hmm. a second rate division, and they're a second rate they're a second rate team anyway. We have great Rebel fans though. Yeah, I mean, maybe that's. Yeah, it. we really but, do. But the thing is, is that a college team. There, I didn't see anything wrong when the, in the dumpy stadium they played in. Believe me, I used to go to the Forty ers <laughs> They played an NFC championship game against the Dallas Cowboys at yeah. Keysar Stadium. Keysar Stadium was designed for foot for high school football. Oh yeah. The seats were just wooden benches with a number carved in it. Yeah. And you sat at the bench and the guy came around with hot dogs and beer and you wanted one. People passed it down with their dirty hands. You know, boom, 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 eight deep, right? Because you sure. couldn't get out. Sure. And then, you know, you passed the money down and the change went back yeah. and forth. The place was loaded with seagulls coming. You had to wear a raincoat, even if it wasn't raining, because everybody got literally got shit on by the seagulls, right? Wow. That was that was football. Money yeah, field. That's hey, a fan. that's a fan. And it's raining and you're soaked and there's a fight. And that's that's real football. Now what a what a bunch of pussies, right? With their well, luxury boxes and Yeah, but with Mark Davis's apathy towards the fans, we're lucky to get yes. the wooden benches. I'm trying to trust me. So John, it's listener question day. Oh right. Yeah. We got it we got what about six. Right. Six good ones. Um uh well I'll just start right off. Tina from Twitter. Um I, this is to both of us, I'm assuming, or mm-hmm. all three of us. Julia's not here today, but uh, but uh, our, our well wishes go out to Julia. She's she's out there working hard. Um, uh, have you ever seen a celeb lose it? I got to, I, I got to thinking about this. I'm wondering, mm. um, a celebrity lose it. Well, we we've we've talked about the the now the now um, past Vern Troyer. Yeah, I told me to go fuck myself. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, wasn't the first, probably not the last, John. But yeah, um, uh, so he he definitely lost it. I mean, yeah. he he had he was three four sheets to the wind. Yeah. Um. I, good lord, you know, I got to thinking about this. The only person, and, and it really wasn't lost it. I've only seen two. Um, Nicholas Cage. Yeah. Became quite irate with us. Until it was explained, I wasn't involved. I was I was watching the the scene play out. He was irate with us until he realized it wasn't us that could help him, and then it was then it was just the wave of the hand and the snort, and then he went over to the VIP area. Um, I, I, to this day, I don't know what it was, but he he was he was um, quite upset uh, at something. It had to, it, it must have been his room. Something wasn't up to par. Um, I'm not sure. So, but that he was—he was quite in control. He was just, you know. Yeah, and I would like to say to Nicolas Cage, I, I'm really pissed at you too, because two thirds of your movies are never up to par. Oh yes, yes. I I, I do yeah, applaud him though. You know, he he didn't just go in the corner in the fetal position and yeah, give up. Yeah. He yeah. just made every piece of shit out there. Yeah. And got hoping and got, that something hit. Got himself, yeah. you know. Yeah. Well, he you know he he you know uh, paid for his dinosaur head and and, yeah. <laughs> and forty six houses. Uh, but yeah. yeah, he makes everything. Yeah, and I and I heard I heard this that Disney is finally going to greenlight National Treasure three. 
Oh, is that right? Yeah, they he's 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 gotten back in their good graces. Oh, because I like those two films. Yeah, uh, but they but the the popularity waned and everything else. But I heard that that might happen because he what he gave LSD to his cat or something. Yeah, like that. and the second one was um, uh, oh God, what was her name? Lauren Hutton. Lauren Hutton. Yeah. Well, no, Lauren Hutton. I felt sorry for her because she had that motorcycle accident here. Yeah, but before here. then, and that was another thing where, where I wasn't involved directly. Yeah. But she was apparently very, very nasty to the women that worked at the desk. Uh-huh. And so much so that, you know, I remember we were pretty jaded, right? I mean, yeah. we were like human calluses uh-huh. when it came to abuse. Right. And I was in the back on the we phones <laughs> and, and, and there, there was a call come in, you know, we got the headset on. And one of our female colleagues said to me, oh, shit, it's that witch. John, can you answer it? Would not, did not want to have to deal with it. Who are you talking about? Lauren Hutton. And I thought at that time, because she had been advertising the Women's Entertainment Network, uh-huh. we, I kind of thought that, you know, if, if anything, that she would have been nice to women since she was kind of uh, always presented as a feminist right. and maybe be nasty to men. But no, it was the opposite. Uh, when I talked to her, she asked me about changing her, uh, uh, a flight that she had, uh-huh. which it was after 9-11 we really couldn't do, but I said I would try to find out for her, and I accidentally hung up on her and started putting her on hold. <laughs> so I had to call her back, and I said, hey, I'm really sorry, I didn't mean to hang up on you. Oh, that's quite all right, quite all right. What did well, you find out? And I said, well, you know, you're going to have to call, but, but they're already expecting this and that. And right. So she thanked me, and that was it. Hmm. You know, So I didn't have a problem with her. One time, and I don't know if this really... Um, if this really counts as a celebrity. Uh-huh. But we had... Oh, everybody's a celebrity, yeah. John. We had Jay Cordich stay in the hotel. <laughs> Jay Cordich... Okay, maybe you're right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think Jay Cordich became uh, famous in, in the regards when Jim Carrey uh, satirized him on the TV show he used to make. In fact, back then he was known as James Carrey. Uh, he did a spoof of The Juice Man. Oh, yes. Um, Hysterical. It is hysterical. If you can see that, go ahead and Google that. Right. Jim Jim Carrey, Juice Man. And he's making fun of this guy who actually I had his book. He has a book on juicing. Okay. Because he was known as the Juice Man. Right. Right. So I actually had his book on juicing. Well, I get a a call. I'm on the phones. And it's from, it says, Jay Cordes. Well, it was not him. It was his wife. Uh Uh-huh. And she says, I'm trying to order room service, but they won't let me. And of course, that's not really our department. That's the front desk. Right. But at this time, we this was before our concierge desk was was completed. We had a we had the telecom area in the back, so we were working behind the front desk. Mm-hmm. So I said, "Well, I can probably help you with that anyway." I said, "Because I'm, you know, I, I can just ask somebody." Well, what's they won't let you order room service? Why not? Mm. She said, "I don't know. They won't let me." So I looked at. It, I said, "Oh, I see the problem. They had two rooms. The credit card was on." The first room, not the second one where she was calling from. So it didn't have a card on on file. So I explained that to her, basically saying that this is this is the the, the problem. Uh-huh. We'll find a solution. But she didn't give me a chance. She screams at me. I don't mean raised her voice. I mean <laughs> losing your shit, scream top of the lungs about about nice. fix this. Yuck, yuck, yuck. <laughs> Holy shit. And I had to rip the headset off. Otherwise, oh my God. Oh, hold on, man. Well, wait a minute. And I went and I got one of the, the assistant managers. I said, you got to deal with those women. She's right. she's irate. So it was really funny. I lost my chance. Every now and then there's times I think back, gee, I really had my chance. It was about three months after that. I'm working at the desk with, I think it was Julia. And uh, a couple comes up. They're looking for directions to the ballroom because there was a, there was a, a banquet going on. 
and I recognized the guy. Uh-huh. It was Jay Cordich. Because oh, wow. he made a comment and says, yeah, well, there's not going to be very much for us to eat there, but we'll pick away. And I just told him, I says, oh, I, I know who you are. And yeah. he said, you do? <laughs> you know, I said, yeah, you're the juice man. Right. You know? Yes, yes. So I started talking. And he was with a woman, a really attractive woman, yeah. who I realized was his wife, the one who screamed at me. But of course, she'd never seen me. Right, because this was all on the phone. So I really lost my chance here, because what I thought about later on, I said, oh, I should have asked him. I said, you know, I was going to ask you, Jay, I was wondering, does that, you know, arugula, wheatgrass juice, does that do anything for tinnitus? Because, you know, ever since your wife screamed in my fucking ear, I've been hearing this ringing. You know? <laughs> no, I agree with you, though. Uh, it's, uh, Jim Carrey, uh, in living color, yes, of course. Yes, in was, living color, that's and, what I was. I mean, he dressed up at this guy, and this guy had wild eyebrows yes. and salt and pepper hair. Yes. And he, and he would, <laughs> Jim Carrey uh, took, I mean, he, he started off with an orange and an apple, and then an old shoe and a dead rat. And an old, yes, and, and then dra- an underwear. Yeah, and, yeah. <laughs> and then he drank it, and he said, I'm invisible. Oh, my it's, God, it's hysterical. I yes, loved it. Yes, I loved it's it. hilarious. Uh, uh, but uh, the, the only other one I have to mention about losing it was was the Jersey Shore guy uh, that that uh, fancies himself a DJ now. Mm. Uh, I can't remember his name right now. Uh, all the audience out there knows, I'm sure, the situation or whatever his name was. Um, and uh, there, the DJ AM, I think, uh, was uh, DJing, performing. Uh, at one of the pools and this guy from Jersey Shore got up on stage and was going to either like do it with a DJ with him or push him out of the way and DJ for a couple of minutes and that did not go well yeah. and uh, and uh, they, they had this big argument and he was removed and you know it was you know I heard that it was explained to him that he's he's all but nobody you're you're not famous we don't care go back to Jersey uh, but that that was the only I mean uh, most of the celebrities were pretty cool yeah, yeah, they I were real so. nice but they also didn't lose it for a lot of reasons they don't need the press they want to be quiet they want to have a good time here too yeah, you know. Yeah. Uh, but uh, Tina, thanks for that question. Yeah, um, uh, Jason from WordPress. John, oh, this is for you, John. All right. Uh, did you ever refuse to help someone at the hotel? No, I don't think I ever refused. I not like no, you know, you mm-hmm. smell or whatever like that. It's <laughs> and sometimes, of course, they weren't hotel guests, right? Yeah. I mean, they they came in and and. Um, uh, because we were a tourist attraction at the same time, so yeah. as far as we were concerned, everybody was a was a um, uh, was a guest. You know, right. one time I had a guy come in and he had left his camera in the taxi cab. Oh, yeah, and he goes, "Oh, I don't know if if you if you can help me because I'm not staying here." Yeah, I said, "Well, yeah, yeah, of course I can. You you got dropped off here." Mm-hmm. Um, and they were eating at Valentino's, uh, one of the restaurants. I, yeah. I said, you know, that's fine. I said, you wouldn't happen to know. What, well, he could describe the taxi to me. Yeah. So I called and, and I said, well, if it, I'll, I'll let you know when I find out you said at Valentino's. Check back with me after dinner. Yeah. Um, if I find out something, I'll go down and, and, and look you up. Uh-huh. So um, he gave me his, his cell phone number. And uh, sure enough, it showed up. The cab driver must have noticed it. Went around the corner and yeah. gave it to one of the uh, the uh, to uh, one of the, the valet guys who gave it to me. Uh-huh. So I, I called the guy and he came up and was just just amazed that I that I had helped him out because he wasn't sure. staying in the hotel. <laughs> Yeah, you yeah, like we've always said, be yeah, nice. Yeah. Be nice, we'll help you. Uh, I I cannot say the same, John. Yeah. I did not help. I know uh, in in memory, I did not help three people, all of which had to do with them throwing something at me. Mm. Uh, one guy, he wanted um, tickets of some sort uh, for free, yeah. of, of course, because he was special. 
uh, and um, he he you know skipped to the end. He he took out a took out a, a very expensive pen, which I gave back to we, we gave back to him, but uh, a Mont Blanc pen, uh, which are, are quite heavy, and he threw it at me. Mm. He missed and put a hole in the in the wall oh, behind wow. me. Yeah, so I he I did not help him any further. Uh, the second guy, um, the worst one was the second one. Um, he was he was very drunk. Uh, I was taking over for another one of our colleagues. I can't remember who it was, um, but um, he 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 became very irate, out of control, and I think I've discussed this on the podcast before. But he was he was horking up something to spit at me, mm. and and uh, the, yeah, the, yeah, that's the worst thing to do. Yeah, yeah. To me, that's that that is the single worst thing you can do to a man is spit on or at him. I mean, you, you've committed, you know, getting yourself beat into the ground. Yeah. Uh, I did not. I, I called security, and I did not help him. And the third guy was, was almost got me. It almost got me. He actually broke the candle holder behind me on the desk. Wow. Yes. Um, uh, we, uh, he, again, drinking. The evils of alcohol, John. Yeah. Um, uh, the, uh, he, he wanted a better room. Hmm. And uh, it was late at night. I was running a, I, I ran a late swing. I, I worked five to one. And um, he wanted a better room. And there was no reason for it. I mean, he, he didn't even say he was, he wasn't even pretending to be a gambler. I just want a better room. I heard you could do that. I can't do that. Yeah. Um, well, he started getting worse and worse mad. And he had, he had all I could think of was, it was orange. I remember it was orange and a three ounce shot glass. Big, big shot glass. And uh, it was orange. It had to be Grand Marnier. Uh, and he reared back and threw that sucker at me. And, and yeah, and broke the candle wow. holder behind me. Yeah. And so I, re- I did not help him. Yeah. But, but as far as refusal to help somebody, yeah, yeah. I, I, I yeah, never. Yeah, there were times yeah, I never. couldn't do anything. Right. When we first yeah. opened and we had those huge lines, people would want to get cut in front. Can you do? No, I can't. There isn't anything yeah. I can do. And I'm not refusing to do something. Yes. We had one guy who came on Christmas Day. Christmas Day, I'm there, and this guy, wow, what a complete <laughs> prick this guy was. He wanted a press guide, which we were told, specifically told, don't hand those out. You have to go to uh, public relations. We used to have those. And, and, and honestly, I would have given this guy one if we had one, but I didn't have one. Yeah. And I told him, I said, no, I said that uh, public relations handles that. But this being Christmas Day, they're closed. Yeah. So um, he goes, well, I'm leaving, I'm leaving tonight, so I want one now. Well, I said, they can mail one to you if you give us your information. I will absolutely see to it yeah. that they get it, mail you one. Yeah. No, no, no. You mean you can't go up to the office and unlock the door? And No. I don't, even, <laughs> I gotta, I don't have keys to any place, right? I mean, right. I don't, I, come on. Those are the executive offices up there. I don't have a keys to that. Yeah. I mean, you know, we don't have any in the back. He absolutely did not believe me. So I turned him over to the system manager we had there and said yeah. the same thing. And then he wrote a letter complaining that we refused to help him. Yeah. And said, you no. know, people, people don't. They don't understand. It doesn't behoove us to lie. It makes things no. worse for us. We don't have old tickets that we're hiding. Yeah, and yeah away. no, no. If you want them to cost money. I mean, if I want to go, I got to pay for them. So. Speaking of this, again, this has nothing to do with it. I have a wildly good memory. Speaking of prick, yeah. I, I saw a clip the other day of Jimmy Fallon. And yeah. he was talking to Nick Jonas. And apparently Nick Jonas is um, now engaged, affianced to uh, Priyanka Chopra. 
mm. a very pretty uh, uh, Indian girl uh, actress. She was in a terrible uh, show, FBI or something. Oh. I can't remember. Um, but very pretty. Very. She was. Oh, she was in Baywatch with with oh. The Rock. Yeah. Okay. And um, and Priyanka Chopra, Nick uh, Nick Jonas, and and they they said, well, do you have a celebrity name? You know, like like Brangelina. <laughs> she said Prick. And I'm like, that's hysterical. I don't know why I remember that, but uh, so Jason, uh, Jason, thank you uh, for WordPress. I appreciate that. Um, all these questions make us remember these funny things. But um, uh, number three, Jack from Twitter, uh, back on Twitter, um, was or is terrorism a fear in Vegas? I will speak for now. Yeah. You can speak for for back in the day. Um, uh, is it for workers in Vegas? I can't speak for everyone, but honestly, I have to say no. Um, I don't know if it's a cry wolf situation or if we're just numbed to the to the whole situation. May it be domestic or, or international terrorism or just the mass shootings that are happening. There's another one uh, a couple days ago at a bank, I think. Um, no, I, I really don't think so. Um, I think there's a, a slightly different reaction to large noises. There's always something going on in Vegas in, in a hotel that causes a banging noise, a crack. Um, you know, it could be a cart of money. It could be this. It could be that. And, and all the construction it could be a new restaurant going up. Um, there's always something. So th- I think there's a little bit more of a response other than absolute apathy uh, to noises. Um you know, if 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 a, I heard a person yelling uh, a couple weeks ago, and it had to do with a medical issue, she was, she, oh my gosh, oh my god, you know, uh, someone help me, and it was a it was somebody keeled over from a stroke or something, um, and and I have to say, not a lot of response, not a lot of response. Uh, I did walk over, but I was quite late. Everybody was, you know, whoever was going to help was already helping, uh, but uh, didn't affect people. Didn't affect yeah. people at all, um, uh, but is there an inherent fear? I, I would absolutely say no, um, not at all. Uh, how about back in the day? Well, again, it, it depends on how how terrorism is defined. Mm. Uh, we, of course, we have we're coming up really rapidly on the one year anniversary of what we call here the October one shooting. Right. You know, uh, at the Mandalay Bay, which is still the largest. Well, we have, have to do everything big, even yeah. even mass murder. Yeah. Um, but that that was not by definition an act of terrorism, because right. uh, there's no ideology involved or or whatever that we know of, right? right? I mean, that for, for whatever reason. Um, so so and uh, so that sort of thing is you know we even had a case a few years ago. A woman drove up on the sidewalk uh, and and hit some people, and some of them died yes. in front of the I think it was front of the Paris. Yes. Again, that was not terrorism in the sense that there was she was just upset about something and right. just fuck you and I'm going to drive up on the sidewalk yes. and we yeah. know whatever. Um, uh, you know, we've had those instances in the past. There was a concierge shot and killed, I think at the Excalibur. Uh-huh. This was a, by a former husband or something like that. So sometimes people get caught in the crossfire. Um, you know, there, those th- sorts of things. And we had been trained on, you know, we, we used to talk about getting bomb threats all the time at the hotel. And, yeah. And, and it was, as bomb threats go, it was pre- frequent. Yeah. We actually went home one time, I remember. Yeah. Because they couldn't clear the situation. So we yeah. all went home. And, and, and you know, it, they happened enough where, you know, like I said, the, the uh, I probably mentioned this before, that the um, hotel operators had a laminated uh, checklist mm-hmm. for ask the, the caller... You know these questions. Yes. 
you know, and I had in my, you know, I, one of my more crass sophomoric <laughs> moments, you know, I, I got on the house phone and I called and waited till Fred answered and, and said, Oh, there's a bomb. Yeah. And he just kind of paused and I said, you better get the checklist. <laughs> So then he knows, okay, it's, it's a big bomb. Yeah. Well, what's it made out of? Because he's going down the corn. <laughs> We're in men's room. You know? Yeah. Yeah. But I think, yeah, after, I think what really set um, people's pants on fire here after 9-11 was the knowledge that uh, Muhammad Atta and some of the others had been here. Yes. And, um, you know, now one of the things that I have found about um, people from, uh, I mean, I have a friend that used to teach at Missouri State. Mm. Uh, in the ESL department there. So these were kids, I call them kids, you know, college students that were coming here to the U.S. Uh, in order to get into mainstream classrooms, you know, you have to pass the TOEFL, test of English as a foreign language. Right. And you have to get a high enough score, which at that time was 500. Uh, if it's under 500, no, you can't get into the mainstream classes. You have to take the, what they call the intensive English program where he taught. They had a lot of students from the KSA, Kingdom of Saudi Arabia. Mm-hmm. And he would tell me one of his jobs became to um, go to court with them when they got arrested for drunk driving. Mm. He said, well, wait a minute. They're not allowed to drink. No, no, that's, that's true. You can't do any of that stuff in their home country. Right. But they can go to strip bars and drink and, and whore around all they want in, in the U.S. and, and Thailand or wherever right. it is that they're going. Hey, hey, hey you know, the <laughs> Islamic law doesn't apply, I guess. Yeah. So anyhow, when they came here, I don't know, maybe people thought they were going to plot something. Oh, they're going to bomb Las Vegas. No, they are probably here because, hey, they knew what was going to happen. Yeah. And they were going to have one last flame before. Now, that's not to say that we're, we're, we are, I mean, Las Vegas is, is, I think, represents, you know, everything that other cultures don't like about us. You know? yeah. And we are absolutely a target. But yeah. I don't think that, you know, that, that um, fact affects us you know i I can't speak for for uh tourists but the workers here are still pretty centered i mean even even though um you know we've had some pretty horrific things happen um uh we're just very sensational so things happen and and it makes a big deal i mean if things happen in other little towns not as big a deal las vegas though tends to intensify things yeah yeah i think i think that you're to me, living here, I have a much greater uh, fear of, of really just the average drunk driver. Yes. Because there's a lot of those. You <laughs> know, in, in, in a state where there are really are no liquor laws in the sense that, you know, most states, hey, from 2 a.m. to 6 a.m., no liquor is sold. Right. Um, you know, that's, that's when the most liquor sold here. <laughs> yes, that's when the most liquor sold or given away. <laughs> right. right? <laughs> and you will find somebody drunk or high, you know. Any time of the day, that's just the whole thing. Again, in, in a town yeah. where where it's founded on no clocks, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, it's always happy hour. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, well, thanks, Jack. Uh, appreciate that from Twitter. Uh, 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 well, speaking of Jersey, uh, uh, Jersey from Facebook. I don't know if that's a guy or a girl. I think it's a girl. Um, uh, John, yes. it's another. See, John, I love you, John. Oh, cranky yeah. John, hashtag Cranky, cranky John. Uh, you said in another ep. ep that girls would flash you. Tell more. Oh, girls flash me all the time at the time. Yeah, day. yeah it was more you that they flashed to me. I mean, I think I got flashed once. Oh, I got. But flashed I got, I got flashed. To, uh, you know, I'm surprised. When I am surprised that nobody hung a bun in front of us. <laughs> they did everything else. They threw stuff. They flipped us off. I mean, nobody turned around and dropped their pants, shoved stuff their ass. Yeah. No. 
No, no, I got flashed all the time. I and it was always uh, it was always under the same circumstance. It was you know drinking, drinking was involved. Yes, um, late it, nights, late nights. Yes, um, I'll tell you, day shift that never happens. Yeah, no, yeah, you get the you get the conference people. Yeah. I I always got the nice girls, but the girls would come up and this this happened. I can't even way more than a handful. Uh, no pun intended. Ha! Huh. Uh, but um, uh, th- they would come up under the same circumstance and they would say which which girl and they were they were talking about their augmentation right right which girls ha, uh, had the, had the better girl. one had the better boob job and um you know of course i was encouraged not to uh, not to vote <laughs> yeah <laughs> by by the executive staff here at the old venetian um but i, I tried to be as diplomatic as possible I, you know and and make them go away because it was just it was going to create a problem for me yeah uh but uh, no lots of lots of boobies everywhere yeah and, uh, the, if you if you want to see those anybody coming to vegas and wants to work here work the swing shift you'll get yeah, you'll yeah. get some boobies now i remember hearing a story from the front desk where a woman uh, stripped naked and oh, was running through the lobby, yeah. and and one of the front desk women got a hold of her and yeah. got her back, got her clothes back on, and mm-hmm. then she immediately tore them off again. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And then and then I don't know if it was the same woman, but there was one that uh, uh, disrobed and got right in the fountain. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. I know that one. Might have been yeah. the same one. Uh, oh, yeah. The fountain was real big. I don't know why people yeah. need to get into fountains, yeah. but they needed to get into the I, I think of the they, they've seen movies. Yeah. And I've, I mean, the fountain Roman was a, Holiday. Or, right, <laughs> Roman Holiday. Uh, uh, the fountain was a source of, uh, uh, of great problem for security. Yeah. Uh, naked people jumping in, uh, not naked people jumping in, people taking the money out. I always thought that was, that, that was that's quite the social yeah. comment, t- taking the money out of the fountain. Um, uh, taking the wa- drinking the water out of the fountain. Oh, oh, oh yeah, geez. oh yeah. The people, gray water. Yeah, yeah oh. people would have their 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 uh, their disposable cups oh. that Vegas gives out. Yes. Gla- you can't take glass on the strip, and they would they would just walk by the fountain and scoop up a glass oh. of water. <laughs> I remember one time I was on the phones and Fred was at the desk and he runs out. He goes, "You got to see this because there's a woman. She's got the biggest tits you ever saw." And they're taking her picture there. She was like, yeah. and I walked out there and there's nobody out there. He goes, she was there. She had to say, I swear to God, they were as big as watermelons. Like the old kind, not not the individual size ones. I mean, the, the ones 19 cents a pound. I said, sure, Fred, sure. You know, you've been out. Of, uh, yeah. I think this place yeah. is getting to you. Well, two days later, I'm at the desk. She comes back. That's right. her. It has to be her. Yeah. And they were, they were, think about, you know, watermelons. I mean, 19 cents a pound watermelons, one on each side. Yeah. And, and a low cut, and this guy's taking pictures, and I'm, you know, we're, everyone there looking at him, excuse me, can I, fuck you, go fuck my own show tickets, man. <laughs> Look at this lady here, for Christ's sake. Oh, <laughs> give me money. <laughs> Here's the show right here. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, but yeah. yeah some that fountain it was just it was a tit magnet. Yeah, you know? yeah, I, 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 yeah. So, so there, there you go. Anybody wanting to start their their career in the hotel business, uh, swing shift near a fountain. Yeah, yeah. Or just hang out. You That's know, you'll right. be able to you'll be able to see things. Yeah. You can even work. You know, if you don't mind watching it on video, work security. You can you go yeah. watch all the cameras. Yeah. Remember Morgana? Remember that girl that oh. used to run out on the baseball field and kiss the pitchers? Yes. Yeah. Yes, I wonder uh, what yeah, that, I don't know why that reminded me of that. Uh, well, thanks, Jersey from Facebook. Uh, uh, number uh, number five, Molly from Podbean, the best party you remember, John? Ooh. Yeah, and and I'm assuming they're talking about Vegas party. Um, gosh, I, I I. Well, I think to me, if it, if it's a really good party, I'm not going to remember it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well said, John. Um, oh, 
you know, I, I always said, and I was always chastised for this, and I don't know why, by, by the club experts, by the party goers. Yeah. Um, I loved Studio 54. Yeah, we went there a couple of times. At the, at the MGM Grand. Yeah. It's not there anymore, sadly. Um, it was such a nice club. Three levels. It was run properly. Um, uh, it was it was great. Maybe because it. it appealed more to people of, of your generation and my generation maybe than the so. millennials. Yeah, maybe, maybe so. Great music, great fun. Uh, you know, I mean, if, if you had to buy a drink, which I, luckily I didn't, it, w- it was reasonable to uh, a point. And the porn people apparently put on some really good oh, parties, yeah. I heard. Oh, yeah. yeah. But but I would say the, those the New Year's Eve party at at the at Studio Fifty Four bar none was the best. And then I'd have uh, have to say and that what went on in John Claude Van Damme's room. Yeah, that wasn't a party. That was just a <laughs> that was a debacle. Um, and the second one I'd have to say was Ghost. I was at a party at Ghost. Ghost yeah. was at um, the Palms. Who's trying to make a resurgence now? Which we'll see if it if it does. Oh yeah, yeah. It, but it was looking a little long in the tooth last time. Yeah, right. And it was back in the day when foam was a big deal, oh. and it, and I had never seen it before. And it was just a it was a non-holiday party. It was just a big party, and they start shooting this foam out. And I have to say, being a photographer and and seeing the whole spectacle of it, and and the light bounce, I thought it was really cool looking. You know, the the foam was shooting everywhere. People were having fun. You know, girls were. It was sort of like a a, a built. The foam was like a built-in wet T-shirt party afterwards. You know, because it was kind of all the girls were a little bit wet. You know, and it, it that was a really cool party. Um, uh, but beyond that, they're, they're very much the same that, you know, I mean, not uh, every party is the same kind of party. It's just really crowded. Yeah. You know, it's hard to, you know, if they took, if they, if, if the standard party in Vegas, if they took 25% of the people out and let everybody kind of spread out, it would be a hundred percent better. But, uh, those are the two I remember. How about yeah. you? Did you go to any party? No, not too many. Not yeah. too many. I partied on my own. That's right. <laughs> no, by the time I moved here too, I was I was kind of past that stage. Yeah. But, but I did I did kind of observe them. I mean, you and I did go to Studio Fifty Four yeah. a couple of times. Yeah. Um, and a few other places like that. Yeah. And I heard stories of what went on. But, yeah. Great but, stuff. But huh? nothing was really as wild as I had experienced on my own. No. In other places, you know. Yeah. You John. Know. Yeah. John's but, John's seen wild and beyond. It, the ones that I remember. Yeah, yeah. John. John. He. He was. I think you're. You, you are the spirit of Hunter S. Thompson, uh, or Johnny Depp, depending on how you look at it. Um, well, Molly, thank you for that. Uh, and, and the last one, John, uh, from Lars, from Gmail. And again, if you want to get a hold of us, it's uh, it's uh, the Pod Bay Door LV at Gmail as Lars did. Uh, would you ever go back to hotel work? No, no, I couldn't. I couldn't do it. I couldn't. Do I don't it. think I'd last. I, I mean, I, I you know, I, I think sometimes in in nightmares, I, I find myself back at the desk or something like that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I guess. I mean, you know, you somebody put a gun to your head or you really needed it. Uh, I would have to say no. I, I, I and, and again, I mean, there's so many jobs. I don't think I could go back working in the in the public eye like that. Right. No, that, and that's um, exactly why I couldn't. Not this public. This public is, yeah. is very upsetting public to me. Um, and I think the demands would be great, greater than they were, and they would be be uh, unattainable. Um, I don't know. I no, I couldn't do it. You know, I, I talked to somebody a few years ago 
um, uh, somebody at HR from from MGM because uh-huh. they were thinking of of, of I guess of hiring me um, in an advisory role or or uh, as a consultant in an ESL program for their employees, which oh. I thought was good because they, they were hiring that out at the time. And they thought, yeah. about maybe we'll do, we have so many, maybe we'll just do this um, on our own. Oh, I didn't you know, know that. That's yeah, what a wonderful yeah. opportunity that Yeah, and, and of course, I, I was really almost perfect guy for that because I had the background. Yeah, yeah. And I had, I had actually th- tried to pitch that to the Venetian, anything to get away from the desk. Yeah. And they basically says, you know, go back and put mm-hmm. on your, your, your cheap gold vest and... <laughs> <laughs> oh no, you have to wear that the, too. Yeah, <laughs> hit the marble, asshole. Um, so, so yeah, they did, they didn't want to leverage any of our of our experience or whatever. So I did talk to them about that, um, and then and then it was yeah, you know, I they they had to wait for a decision to get made. Yeah. Obviously, it didn't it didn't get made um, because they were talking, you know, that as soon as they were anticipating Japan opening up uh, casino licenses, gaming licenses um, to fund the Olympics, right. And I thought, well, you know, so immediately they're going to jump in on that. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't really think the Japanese are big gamblers. Even when they came to Las Vegas, they really don't gamble. I mean, there's some. Yeah. Uh, most of them were, were affiliated with, with, with the underground, uh, with organized crime. I think Yakuza. those are the ones. Yeah, the Yakuza. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, you know, I kind of thought, mm, I think that's kind of a losing proposition. But See, nevertheless, and they kind of wanted that program to, to then – Teach English to mm-hmm. their to their to their Japanese. See that you know that's an interesting. You, you bring that up. Uh, is that true about if you take if you take the bulk of ja- of the Japanese public, and because we get a lot of Japanese travelers, yeah. But is, is that true that probably like one half of one percent of them are heavy heavy gamblers and have the means to do so, and the rest of them are here for other things i would think and i might be wrong about this because you know sure the pachinko parlors were popular in japan mm-hmm. but really with with a certain clientele mm-hmm. um again it was kind of looked down upon uh in the same way that maybe horse tracks sometimes you say well you get a lot of people there you know you look at kentucky derby it's kind of a big social event mm-hmm. in japan they're scungy old guys yeah um those are the ones that hang out the racetrack it's right. pachinko it's scungy young guys yeah. Um, what they used to call the chimpira, which were kind of like minor league yakuza. Uh, um, I think the word, if you really translate it, turns is little pricks. Uh, basically, that's what they were. Uh, a lot of smoke. Uh, it was basically, you know, kind of a thing that educated prime and proper people didn't do. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't say the same, of course, for gambling here. Um, but yeah, in Japan, it was that way. Now, I taught every one of my students, God damn it, you're going to learn to play blackjack. Really? I taught every one of them. I don't care if five years old. I taught them how to play blackjack. Now, I had a reason for this, too, yeah. is because, you know, the Japanese love to hedge. Um, they don't like to make a, basically make a bet. Sure. Um, do you think it's going to rain today? I mean, it's Las Vegas. It's it's clear blue skies. No, it's not going to rain. What percentage you put on it? I'm sure it's not going to rain. They won't say that. <laughs> They'll say, maybe it won't rain. Okay. Always maybe. So I'm trying to encourage them not to say maybe, to be a little more, at least not even culturally I understand this, but I mean, I, I need this I need this linguistically. I need you to try to understand when to use might, maybe, and when you can be a little more. Is is, is that just, now the, I'm going off of my, my popular knowledge of movies in Japanese, yeah. but is that to, so as not to lose face? Basically, yeah, in that way yeah. is that, and, and also they don't want to seem too bold, particularly women, and since most of my students were women, they don't want to look too too yeah. too authoritative um, or aggressive. So what I did was with, with Blackjack, once they understood the rules of the game, which are very simple, sure. uh, is first of all, I mean, I had to change it around. I had to, I had to, I dealt the cards face up. 
All the cards are face up. Yeah. So they would have to tell me looking at their card and then looking at my cards as a dealer mm -hmm. if they thought they were going to win. Mm. And if they just say maybe, I said, wait a minute, you've got two kings, all right? I've got a king and a six, mm -hmm. so I'm going to have to take another card. I think the chances of you winning are really good. Based on what they, what they, what the, the modal that they used mm -hmm. determined how much they could bet. Mm. So if they only said maybe, you can bet a fucking dollar. That's it. <laughs> One dollar. That's all the fake money. You know, play money. One dollar. Hey, I want to bet more than that. Ah, oh, you want to bet more than that? Uh -huh. Then you have to change your, the, 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 the modal that you use. Okay. You have to say, I'm pretty sure I'm going to win. Or, you know, I'm certain I'm going to win. Mm. Or, you know, something along those lines. Or I, you know. That's interesting. I'll probably win. Yeah. Anyway, good. Now you used a different mode. Now I'll let you bet $5. <laughs> you, know. you are the taskmaster. Yeah. So anyhow, I taught them all that. And they liked it. They liked Monopoly. They liked games. And yeah. games are very social. Yeah. That's why I use games a lot when I was a teacher. Um, because um, it was a very social activity. And I got them to talk. They're generally, naturally, culturally, they're reticent. Tend to be more reticent people. So, hmm. so it's important for them to talk about it but i just can't see them they would go there for the novelty and they'd lose a few dollars and mm -hmm. then realize that money would have been better spent on on uh in one of the restaurants they would have right. had more fun okay so. okay well i i think it's uh in answer to that last question i think it's a resounding no for both of us yeah so we're not going back to the hotels uh but uh, well thanks to everybody for for writing those in and and communicating with us and connecting and downloading and streaming and subscribing and everything else that you guys do uh so um, uh keep in touch with us uh, any of our um, social networking you can get that um uh, all of our connection uh, 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 right after we're done here at the podcast just keep listening uh our email is the lv at gmail.com uh, but again, we appreciate all of our listeners and everybody that connects to us in one way or another. And we hope you have uh, some fun with us uh, uh, every Tuesday, which we will be back uh, for John. This is Jamie, and we will see you next week. Thanks to everyone listening and watching. You can catch the Pod Bay Door on the Podbean app or any of your favorite podcast apps, including iTunes, Google Play, TuneIn, and Stitcher Radio. You can watch the show on our YouTube channel at the Pod Bay Door Podcast. Please download, like, and subscribe. Our social connectivity screen is coming up. Check in with us on Facebook, Twitter, and WordPress. The Pod Bay Door is closed and talent is out. Hey, everybody. Thank you very much for tuning into the show. We would love to hear your show suggestions and comments. If you're watching on our YouTube channel, please click to subscribe. You can also connect with us on Facebook using at PBD Podcast, on Twitter using at TPBD Podcast, and on WordPress at thepodbaydoor.wordpress.com.